0: Sorry for that, Ed. 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 Hey, nobody's gonna violate your wife, okay? Aside from <laughs> what that would say about me as a human being. Physiologically, it's a non-starter. Sometimes I think I just say shit. Sample what comes out of my mouth. I will, however, park a forty-five in her brain pan. I honor my commitments.
1: Welcome to The Rank with John and Zach. I'm John. I'm Zach. We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything. You know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're
0: probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. And if you disagree, <laughs> join the discussion at Twitter at, at The rank Podcast, on our website at therankwithjohnandzach.com, or email us at the rank with John and Zach at protonmail.com.
1: You can also support us on Patreon at the Rank Podcast. And remember, please rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. Anyway, enjoy the show. Hey there. Hello. You ready for another rousing round of ritual ranking? It's pretty pretty good. <laughs> if there's such a thing as alliterative
0: rapping, you'd be great at it. Well, you'd be good just the once, at least. I'm like so curious
1: to see how you felt about this film. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I have to tell you, right right off the top, this was actually recommended to me by our listener. Oh, yeah? Yeah. To have us do an episode on it. <laughs> have so, you seen it before that? Yeah, I had. I uh, mean, I owned it. But. Uh, I saw it in the theater with Sarah, and she, her and I both liked it. But what I thought was funny is that our listener was like, "They, they were like, I don't know, why I'm being coy." She, <laughs> why, why uh,
0: are you playing the pronoun
1: game? As <laughs> play asking, chasing Amy. Sorry, bad eye look. Oh, nicely done. Yeah, no, she was like, "I was," I ended up staying up later than I wanted because I. The the accountant just happened to be on, and I watched it, you know. And she had seen it before, but mm-hmm. she's like, <laughs> "I I'm watching it and the whole time. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, John has to pick this one when mm-hmm. it's his turn to pick again, <clears throat> right?" And she's like, "Not just because like I enjoyed it, but it's got John Lithgow as the villain. <laughs> yeah, I was delighted when he showed up. I was like, oh no <laughs> <"No> goody." <laughs> Here we so
2: yeah
1: so she is very much looking forward to hearing this episode after listening to cliffhanger so Hopefully it
0: doesn't disappoint it's actually funny because this strikes me as the sort of movie i would have i would have re-watched any time it happened to be on cable you know right not like any time like i go out of my way but like if i happen to see it on it's the sort of movie i would have put on again i used to do that with like the oddest movies at times like for instance, I used to watch Disclosure, the Michael Douglas and Demi Moore movie. Hey, oh, good book, decent movie. Yeah, I used to watch the movie every goddamn time it was on TV. So Yeah. And then just like, you know, other random ones. This one strikes me as that kind of just sort of rewatchability, kind of enjoy enjoy all over again. Not too super like intensive or in like, you know, difficult to follow, but just enough that it keeps your attention.
1: It's definitely one where you, you you probably should just turn off your brain and just enjoy it. Yeah.
0: Like I was worried about the paintings, but that was not the best <laughs> route to go. Cause it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that was kind of funny, but well, we'll get into it. I don't want to get, I don't want to dive too deep in, right in the beginning. So just in case you haven't listened yet, you know, this is our what 17th episode. Ooh. Maybe this is your first one more power to you. You know, that's fine. Contact us, you know, Interact with us, we're happy to talk to you. But in every episode, we're going to give a brief summary of the movie that we'll be ranking, and then we dive into the potent notables, which is a clever little play on words that I came up with. <sighs> you know, no big deal, very but cool. basically, <laughs> I'm very humble, yeah. But basically, it's just you know, interesting facts that we found about the movie or the production or whatever. If this is your first foray into this, I apologize because the potent notables are not fantastic for this. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you want some fantastic potent notables, check out Cliffhanger, Bloodsport, Predator. I think those are probably the best potent notables we have. Predator is still the best potent notables because <laughs> the production of that movie was apparently ridiculous. So, it was amazing. The potent notables for that were amazing. Yeah, for this one, so yeah, uh, a little
0: boring, perhaps. Not just a regular old production, you know.
1: Yeah, well, there's some interesting stuff. i mean, just not as much, not as much as Predator. I don't we know that anything will be. But then from there, we do a movie overview, which is just us going through the whole plot of the movie. So spoiler alert: we, you know, you will have wanted to watch this before you listen to this. And then we do the rank, and that's where we rank the movie on a scale of one to five in ten different categories and determine where. It where it stands with the rest of the action movies, and on the goal to find the best action movies of all time. So without further ado, today, if you don't know already from our banter, we're ranking The Accountant, the 2016 film starring Ben Affleck, written by Bill Dubuque, and directed by Gavin O'Connor. The movie centers around Christian Wolf, a highly skilled accountant who leads double life as a forensic accountant for dangerous criminal organizations. Wolf's brilliance with numbers and his autistic-like ability for pattern recognition make him invaluable to criminals seeking to cover their tracks. However, Wolf's world takes a turn when he takes on a legitimate client, a robotics company, and uncovers financial discrepancies that put his life in danger. As he delves deeper into the investigation, Wolf must use his extraordinary skills to protect himself and those he cares about, all while staying one step ahead of a treasury agent who is determined to bring him down. We've ranked Alien's cliffhanger, Central Intelligence, Bloodsport, The Mummy, Predator, Hero, Iron Man, Speed, Bullet Train, Jason and the Argonauts, Mission Impossible Bullet, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Spider-Man, Mission Impossible 2, and Inception. Raiders of the Lost Ark is our top dog. Well, if it does if
0: it did take over the number 1 spot, the accountant would know because he would do the he would do the math. Wow. You're right. Well done. Yes, this is Very exciting movie about numbers.
1: All right, my (laughs) five-year-old, where are we right now?
3: Potent Notables.
1: Let's hear some some Potent Notables. The Accountant made 86.3 million dollars domestically and 66.9 million or no 68.9 million dollars internationally for a grand total of 155.2 million dollars against a budget of 44 million dollars so you know this wasn't a blockbuster by any means but it did Mm -hmm. pretty well you know it was a pretty moderate hit and i'm sort of surprised it hasn't inspired any sequels although i've read that they are making an accountant too but I don't know where it stands now but it's just fascinating to me because if you look at the numbers for John Wick the first John Wick film like didn't come close to this I
0: yeah so. I feel like watching this I got the impression that it was not that they like made it just for sequels but like you know they I got the impression that they were hoping that they might get a sequel from it or something like you know the beginning of a John Wick kind of franchise
1: yeah I mean it's it seems that way right I mean I that was kind of what that was my impression when i watched it i was like oh cool we've got a new like badass ip
0: yeah maybe i thought maybe affleck was jealous of the bourne movies
1: that i had the exact same thought when i first watched it in the theater yeah i also think like you know what (laughs) i don't know why this line kept coming into my head but it made me think of paul rudd in uh 40 year old version Mm-hmm. I always thought Dame, Matt Damon was kind of a Streisand, but he's <laughs> really kicking ass in this one. And that's all I was thinking about. I was like, "Oh, Ben Affleck." Like, I always
2: kind of thought of him as, like, you know.
1: <laughs> but anyway, Anna Kendrick based her character on her mother, who was oh. actually an accountant, oh. and, and who went through the script with her and explained the math. Okay. So that <laughs> was interesting. That sounds
0: like a fun get together. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy. That's, I, I it. It. It was not a fly on that
1: wall. <laughs> Honestly, I'd probably be okay with being a fly in a Kendricks wall at any point. So. Yeah, it doesn't matter what she's doing in there, taking a massive dump.
0: Like, Let's cut that out. Sorry. I
1: don't know. That's a very good point. I don't <laughs> want to be a fly on the wall in that situation.
0: Yeah, sometimes you ever think like, oh man, this person is so hot, and then you just think, well, sometimes they get diarrhea, you know?
1: Yeah, sometimes they, you know, have fluid coming out of both ends. Yeah, just it happens yeah that's that's humanity for you
0: sure puts things in perspective and I, that perspective hopefully is not at either end of
1: the person who
2: is spewing
1: <laughs> at the same time
2: mm-hmm.
1: well this the the boat notables took a different turn than i was expecting but it's a different turn than anna kendrick was expecting either she's at home going what the fuck why are we talking about my
0: my bodily functions anyway moving on <laughs>
1: So this was for dramatic effect, but the script calls out the repeated use of the number three as an indicator of fraudulent numbers. But Mm -hmm. the the theory behind fraudulent number detection is, is known as Benford's law. So the law states that in numbers such as account transactions, the probability of a number occurring naturally drops as one moves from smaller numbers to the larger numbers following a logarithmic scale. This law has been successfully used to detect fraudulent accounting transactions. So you can see that we really dug deep for these potent (laughs) nobles in the hotel room. Dana, who is, you know, Anna Kendrick reveals that in order to get the money to buy a Vera Wang gown, she taught herself how to play blackjack and count cards to determine the chance to win a hand in real life. Ben Affleck is known to be such a cunning poker and blackjack player that he has been barred from several casinos and not because he cheats, but because of his well-known habit of card counting.
0: Yeah, isn't it funny that card counting will get you kicked out of casinos? It seems like card counting is just being good at cards.
2: Yeah,
1: no kidding. It's legal, but against yes. casino rules. Yeah, which, like, money. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's against our rules for you to win.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That should go to show you exactly what casinos are all about and why you should not frequent yeah. them.
1: Like the idea that card counting, you know, that you can't do them in casinos. Like, why mm-hmm. does anybody think that they're going to come out on top? In a exactly.
0: Casino? That's why I only go to underground cash games run by the mafia. Obviously. That's also why I don't have the use of either of my legs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you ran into being John Malkovich or mm-hmm. to John Malkovich, not being. <laughs> yes. Right. I was actually in being John Malkovich. It's just <laughs> unrelated to my leg. My leg loss. You ran awesome. into Freddy KGB or whatever his name was in that in Starring Rounders. Starring Matt Damon. Which, by the way, I really like that movie. That's no, a pretty good movie. Actually.
0: And also, yeah, I knew about Ben Affleck being such a good card player. I used to watch Celebrity Poker Challenge on Bravo and he was on the very first episode and he was one of those people who was like, really like, I am into cards. You know, like he wasn't joking around at all. Like Kevin Pollock was trying to be like, hey, isn't this silly? And he's like, no, it is not
1: really i had no Mm -hmm. this was a new thing for me i did not know that he was a card shark Mm -hmm. that's interesting so well ben Affleck also ranks this in his top five favorite performances of his own of his own along with batman holden mcneil from chasing Mm -hmm. amy who you've already mentioned i already mentioned chasing amy i win yep tony mendez from argo Mm -hmm. and chucky from goodwill hunting Goodwill, I you know what I thought that this movie was basically
0: Goodwill. Goodwill, I don't know, assassinating. Goodwill, I don't know what it goodwill was. Goodwill
1: assassinating.
0: <laughs> I was going to try to make that joke, but it didn't. It didn't strike me as that funny unless it came up naturally. But also, Ben Affleck considers his Batman performance as one of his top five performances. I think he's the only one.
1: Really, I kind of like him as Batman.
0: Mm, yes, but the, anyway, let's move the on. Movie's
1: not good. I mean. Yeah. There's no denying that the movie isn't very good, but
0: I actually thought in Batman versus Superman, I thought they had like
1: the germ of a pretty decent Batman movie in there. They did. That's what I'm saying. I thought I thought Ben Affleck was like kind of a good Batman.
2: He's pretty. But I was just like,
1: but I was just like the whole time. I'm like, what? What? What are we doing here? Pretty much. And like, you could have built to this movie through several movies. Yeah, no kidding. Like, why did we jump right to this?
0: Impatience on, the, on Warner Brothers part, I guess.
1: Yeah, seriously. They were like, we're going to beat Marvel. Mm. Looks you know more- how we we'll do that? Let's that. make a bad movie. Okay, so apparently the martial arts that's mainly on display here is a variety mm. of Indonesian pencak silat. Oh. Don't know if I said that right. Which was invented, get this, by Frank Dukes when he started when he stopped for a week in Indonesia a few years ago. Okay, I don't know if you're serious or not. I'm getting a little weirded out. It's <laughs> no, is that, qua- okay, it's that okay. It's just real. plausible enough. I was like, what? Well, I liked that he invented a new Martin. so the thing that I enjoyed about this this joke, that he invented a martial art in the week that he was in Indonesia
2: yeah. a few yeah, years absolutely.
1: ago. And then he gave it
0: to the Indonesian people. He just like blessed
1: them with the mark. Yeah, out. exactly. This is this is what I liked about this. You can so. keep this. I'm not using it. <laughs> so thanks, Frank Dukes. Thanks for giving that to. The thanks nation. for everything. Really? Yeah. <laughs> now this movie was originally envisioned with Mel Gibson starring and with really? Joel and Ethan Cohen directing. Okay, <laughs> this is this is the thing I suppose. There are also reports that Mel Gibson was being considered to direct with Will Smith starring. I mean, I'm not saying that these other versions
0: don't work. It just feels a little random.
1: So, yeah. Now, I I actually think the Joel and Ethan Cohen directing with Mel Gibson starring one is like, would be a very different movie. Yeah. But Will Smith starring with Mel Gibson directing, Mm -hmm. that's sort of an intriguing. It would be Mm -hmm. just similar enough, I think, to what it is now. But I have this feeling like it would be slightly more violent. Yeah, and because
0: like Mel Gibson can direct action and everything, but yeah, I don't know. know. Could it could be a very intense movie,
2: and I
1: don't know if I'm ready for that. (laughs) (laughs) So this was actually one of my more. I enjoyed this potent notable. Ben Affleck's handwriting was digitized into a computer font and added in post production for the window writing scene to prevent delays during retakes. So they created a font. Mm -hmm. out of his handwriting so uh, yeah that's that's what you're seeing on the on the walls there Mm -hmm. is is just a post-production like his writing but as a font okay so agent medina mentions to agent king that christian wolf gave 1,100,000 to the harbor neuroscience institute so just there's actually a lot of this in here and i didn't write them all down but i thought this one was clever Mm-hmm. One zero 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 one zero zero in binary is equivalent to sixty-eight. Later in the movie, the institute, institute's director says that one in sixty-eight children is diagnosed with a form of autism. Mm. That's interesting. There's a lot of number stuff in this. I suppose that makes like, sense. Yeah, that's like hidden throughout, which is kind of neat. So apparently, they actually had a forensic accountant on set at all times to make sure that they got the numbers right. Huh.
0: And it wasn't Andrew and a Kendrick's mom,
1: (laughs) but it wasn't, I don't know if she's a forensic accountant, but so for my last potent notable here, I want to talk about the apparent net worth of Christian wolf here Mm -hmm. based, based just on the art and collectibles that we see in the film. Okay. So there's more that's there. You just, I couldn't, I couldn't actually see the different things, but these are the ones that we saw Mm -hmm. the painting woman with parasol and child Mm-hmm. Uh, and child, right by Renoir, which was sold at auction in 2019 for 110.7 million dollars. Freeform by Pollock, which is estimated to be worth around 140 million dollars. That was estimation was done in 2022. Mm-hmm. We also see Action Comics number one, which is the first Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Which sold at auction in 2022 for $3.18 million. We also, we also see All American Comics number 16, which is the first Green Lantern one, mm-hmm. which is worth around a million dollars. And we see the 1910 Hannes Wagner. Tobacco card, which mm-hmm. sold at auction in 2022 for $7.2 million. What we can assume to be Luke Skywalker's original lightsaber is also seen, and that's worth about $200,000. So just based on those, I looked up the Hommel figurine too, but that was like mm-hmm. 200 bucks. So it's not worth a yeah, year. Yeah. So just based on those, his net worth is $262.28 million. And these and, are just the ones that I was able to see.
0: Yeah. And that's not you know, obviously that doesn't count any cash he has. And also obviously that would not, right. Be he had a drawer
1: in. full of cash. So yeah, and
0: also he has potentially owns all those businesses.
1: Right. Probably. But I mean, those are just for laundering money. Really? I doubt, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, I don't know if he Would that count as real estate? It doesn't
1: matter. That's true. That's true. So he probably owned that, that, well, I think he actually was leasing all those things. If I had to guess, probably, He's probably not getting any, any sort of valuation from that. But anyway, that's it. Those are the potent notables. I thought it was interesting that the guy's worth, you know, over a quarter of a billion dollars based on just a few things in, in mm-hmm. his trailer. He's done well for himself.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Turns out that what does he do? What is exact what exactly would you call him doing? Like cause the- accounting. accounting
1: like also, dark forensic accounting i guess yeah, dark forensic accounting
0: <laughs> like making making you know dead people forensic accounting right emphasis on forensics
1: well let's let's dive into the movie overview movie overview we have kind of a mysterious opening with a lot of violence mhm i sort of like that they left you hanging wondering like what happened to the guy with the gun also yeah. Who is he? Is he a cop? A criminal? Like, what's going on here? I mean, his movements make you think he's a cop, right? Mm -hmm. So, when you find out later that he is, it makes sense. It makes sense, but it's still like, you know, you don't know for sure in the beginning. I kind of actually, you had never seen it, so I'm curious. What were your thoughts?
0: Well, I I was. I kind of, I kind of like when movies jump right in with action. Actually, me too. Kind of, kind of. It was a little bit like the opening to Bullet, but not as weirdly stylish. But I like I like when it's like oh here we go some some stuff right off the bat and
1: they don't do much action after that for a while
0: yeah yeah and I just sort of was just sitting back and waiting for the movie to show me who the heck these people are and why I should care which is always a, a good thing
1: yeah and then we immediately go back in time which mm-hmm. you know they I, I don't think that the movie tells you that right it's just um, suddenly were no I don't think it wait it, I think it might tell you.
0: Does it? Okay. I think think it says, I think it says the year and I think it's
1: like, Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. But you know, so they're, they're having a meeting at this, I guess, kind of school or something Mm -hmm. in New Hampshire. And you know, it's about their son who's on the spectrum and the teacher figure there is talking about how he's probably got sensitivity to light and loud noises and things like that. I'm curious what we think of this father. Who says that oh. his autistic son needs to be exposed to the things that bother him to prepare him for the worst? Yeah, what were your having, thoughts? I was sitting there going, "Oh, good, it's the worst father on earth." <laughs> I sort of went back and forth on it because obviously, like, it's kind of intense to mm-hmm. do that, mm-hmm. but I can see his point, like that it's it's not easy being in this world, so you need to like sort of prepare yourself for it. I don't know that it, it It just seemed really cold and callous. Yeah, I should say
0: so. And the thing I was thinking at the time is like, okay, I sort of get what you're saying with that he needs to learn how to live in the world, whatever. But say when you have like the flu, you don't just go, well, actually some people do. But you know, what you do is you try to get better from it. And then when you're actually like a little bit better is when you go back out into the world and learn how to deal with things and just tossing him directly into... That's a good point, actually. Yeah, he can't like deal with like, you know, these environments and like I don't know. It was it made me kind of unreasonably angry right off
1: the bat. Well, that's kind of how it made me feel the first time I watched it. I was like, mm-hmm. what a dick. Yeah. And then I was I was trying to be a little bit more because you know, the first time I have to see a movie, I get like invested right away. So I was watching it this time, I was trying to like take a step back and take mm-hmm. a more critical view of it. So but anyway, I, I actually I love the way they show the kids' brilliance. Uh-huh so quickly and simply with him doing a puzzle upside down Uh a little bit of economy and filmmaking there right and
0: his compulsive need to need to finish yep yeah and then a a little connection that he makes with another student slash resident whatever there which will come back later right exactly you know at this point actually i wasn't 100 percent sure which kid ben affleck was whether yeah was he the
1: younger brother or the older brother right
0: yeah because i was like well he's See, he, maybe he's the older brother, and the older brother also has some issues, but is kind of w- really high functioning. But well, that's
1: the that, younger brother.
0: That's, yeah. That's, oh, the younger. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's so. The older brother is the one that's doing the puzzle. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, I was gonna. I just was like, wait, which one is he actually supposed to be? Because right. we don't really. Because we see that he's got some social issues, some socialization issues as an adult, but it's not like he's you know unable to live in the world and then that ends up coming back later too so another nice job on their part
2: yeah yeah
0: of presenting um, two brothers and then being like just letting you realize hey i don't know what happened to the other one
1: i know i actually really liked the way they did that so now i guess so then we that we cut back to ben affleck as an adult I actually I don't know if I should call him his character's name because he has it's not really as you know it's like he's got several aliases. Yeah. But I guess Christian Wolf is what he's going by during the movie. So yeah, so Christian Wolf is he's doing the taxes for this couple, right, older couple, and I'm like, I guess they're showing that he's a nice guy that he's like helping that older couple, and I couldn't help but. You know, I was feeling like, are they really in like dire straits with a 3000 square foot home?
2: You know, yeah. It's a
1: big house. Yeah. But then, you know, they, it's a farm and I'm like, you know, farmhouses do tend to be big. You know, you have more, usually you have more kids, more that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of like, oh, nice. He's helping, you know, well off white people. Good for yeah. him.
0: <laughs> You know, kind of technically cheat on their taxes. Yeah, exactly. I did like his little the way he signals that no, 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 that room's bigger than that, right?
3: I know. He's like, you meant to uh, say
0: 300. (laughs) Signals very very subtly with his, I don't know, his hands, I guess. Yeah. He does thumb up. Mm -hmm. That was fun.
1: Yeah. Then we cut to J.K. Simmons. And I did not like the way he was browbeating Medina here.
0: Oh yeah. I, I did. Was, like, yeah. What? I mean, I kind of thought it was okay, like, not that she had it coming at all, but like he's kind of has it he's dealing with it kind of realistically, I guess.
1: See, I actually disagree. I think it's yeah. absolute fucking bullshit that he's having cuz these those are juvenile records, right? were not yeah, that yeah. what it was? Yeah. There you do not have to tell anybody what you did as a juvenile.
2: Yeah. Oh so, yeah.
1: Like fuck him. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. But I, you know, I guess,
0: I guess I saw it as like, at this point, we're supposed to understand that he needs help with this, and he just feels the need to, you know, if you if you have to if you have to manipulate someone slightly to get get the bad guy, I guess that's not so bad. But maybe that was a probably kind of a lame way to look at it on my part. Now that you're you make a really good point.
1: Well, I just I couldn't help but think like, so he's a pretty high up guy, right? Mm -hmm. If he was thinking, like, yeah, I want this this girl, to this woman to help me, mm-hmm. why wouldn't he just call her into the office and be like, hey, I'm assigning you to this fucking project?
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like, why does he have to blackmail her into doing it?
0: Yeah, you, you make a point that makes me a little embarrassed about my complicity with, like... <laughs> like blackmailing people. I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense
1: that you would do that, right? <laughs> I don't know. I just it, it it really pissed me off. I don't I think I was complicit too the first time around cuz I've seen it I've not only have I seen it but I've seen it more than once. Uh, not recently. Um and I think that I think I felt this, you know, I was just like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. But this time when I was, I was like, dude, fuck you. Juvenile
2: records, you should mm-hmm. you
1: you shouldn't be holding that over somebody's head. Well,
0: i also maybe was just i was a little bit happy that he wasn't gonna that he wasn't not that i thought they would do this in a movie but i was like you know some horrible bosses would be even worse as far as what their their demands were and keeping this quiet he's just serving the
2: plot so that's good
1: yeah that's true that's i guess we can give him credit for not give his character credit for not asking for a blowy
2: yeah, exactly.
1: Um, it's like very minimal standards that we have here, but <laughs>
0: it's
1: still better than could have been, I suppose. So then we cut back to Christian, and he is making himself a very meticulous Brinner. Mm-hmm. And it looked delicious, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to go have some bacon now. And then we see him. Sitting in a room with some strobe lights and loud music, <laughs> then we see him doing.
0: I, like, this part was like suddenly upsetting to me. I was like, "Oh my god!"
1: <laughs> no. Watching a
0: normal movie and then this happens.
1: I know the crazy stick to the shin. Yeah, I was what? like, "Oh, it made my skin crawl." Why what? is he doing that? And like, I was just thinking about the headaches that I get just thinking about. Like, I was
0: like, "Oh my god!" I just, just like hurting my eyes, and I'm like in the room.
1: Well, I had forgotten that, like, I knew that this happened, but I forgot like when it was happening Mm -hmm. and I was watching it at night while everybody was asleep. Mm -hmm. And then
2: all of a sudden,
1: it's like, oh shit, I can't turn this down. Jesus
2: Christ. (laughs)
0: Well, my, yeah same same i think i turned it down too i was outside watching it on the, on the tablet
1: and it's like okay why is this so weird I'm like but and is that I, like i'm a, curious is this like a it does it go back to what his dad was saying that needs to expose himself to you know bright lights and loud that's meetings? gotta be it that like because that doesn't i don't think that works in like real
0: life that you can just you know through exposure make yourself okay with something but and like i suppose it's like an immersion therapy kind of thing i don't know I know people who are on the autism spectrum have all sorts of tactile issues, as well as. Well, is it like maybe distracting himself from the lights and the sound with the shin thing, like through pain, fo- like forcing himself to focus on the pain?
1: I mean, that was the impression that I got from it—that mm-hmm. he was like, "This is okay to have this going on, and I just mm-hmm. need on something else." Yeah, he's like making it extreme, you know, uh-huh. so that he could, I guess, probably better handle things that are less extreme. But it was weird. <laughs> it was yeah, very yeah. weird. Quite. Then we cut back to him as a kid again and the mom's leaving and I actually kind of love that the little brother just gives his mom a finger. finger yeah, I saw that too.
0: It's like, well, kind I of don't blame him, but uh, kind of evidently
1: don't blame her either, maybe. Cause. That's kind of what I was feeling like too. I, I said, it's definitely fucked up that she leaves, but like mm-hmm. I, I can also understand how much of a stress that must have been, you know, especially when we learn later that they've moved 34 times in 17 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, how that would, can you imagine how tough that would be to be the person that has no control over that? Yeah. And then is just always moving and having to take care of an autistic, you know, a, a child on the spectrum.
0: Yeah. And it's not, I got, for me, it was like not even so much probably dealing with the kids. It's not like she was like, I can't deal with having an autistic kid. I'm leaving. It was like largely probably also the husband.
1: That's what I mean. Like, right? Yeah. So she she has no control in the relationship because, yeah. you know, they have to move whenever he moves, and you know, he's kind of a domineering fella. You know, dad,
2: kind
1: of. um, a, a smidge. Although he does comfort his son, which is nice, but like, it's an interesting juxtaposition between what we see him saying, yeah, yeah, in that meeting. You know, so we see that he's capable of being a good dad
0: if nothing else. Right. But meanwhile, um, something in him is also right. Un- there's un- incapable of some kind of, I don't know what,
1: I think he's a little bit too much of a cynic about the world is the problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that might be it.
1: So anyway, now we cut back to Christian. He's an adult again. Right. And he's been half lack and he's on that. The couple's farm practicing his shooting. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was kind of funny. Cause like, so the farmer, looks over at him and then just kind of looks down a little ways down there and he's like, that's about a mile. And I'm like a mile. <laughs> I don't think that was a mile. Yeah. I don't think that you it know, didn't look like a mile to me, but it I sure like, did, well. but maybe, you know, what do I know? Right. But yeah, it just didn't look like a mile, but still, you know, the effect is cool, right? It's basically saying he can shoot really far and efficiently. Yeah. He's got the good aim. And then we see his RV, which was where we see all his collectibles and everything which is pretty badass at RV with, with his gun room. Yeah. It's interesting because in a movie it looks kind of badass, but if I saw that in real life, it'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to be friends with you. You fucking psycho
0: pretty much. But Anna Kendrick seemed surprisingly nonplussed by all of this. She was like, Oh, this this is a weird
1: trailer. Well, but by the time she had seen that she had just seen him kill two guys, you know, and like do some effective fighting and save her life. So I guess, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's some there's a little bit of trauma that's existing about She's kind of in shock that might have been it because
0: i know that i would not have i would have been like i'm just gonna go ahead and leave now
1: yeah like a anymore. dangerous guy
0: yeah and not only that but like fucking and like you know not to make fun of an autistic person but fucking you know psychopath <laughs> kind of territory as far as
3: <laughs> once you
0: see someone kill some all these people and you know anyway like, I, you know, I
1: know he was saving or blah, but we'll get there, whatever. So we see the Pollock for the first time here, mm-hmm. which he clearly really likes. I'm not usually a fan of abstract art, mm-hmm. but I have to say, I really enjoy. That's like a delightful thing to look at. I don't know what it is about that one, but I really liked it. I liked it the first time I saw it in the movie and I'm like, man, do I like abstract art? <laughs> did you have you? Did you look up more Pollocks? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: <This is> straightforward.
1: <laughs> you might like them. you should I mean I'm I'm not against I'm like I did not not look it up because I was like I fuck this you know <laughs> <laughs> it was more um, just you know I got shit to do <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly laziness but I
0: mean feel free it's I'm feel free like it's I'm giving you permission yeah <laughs> <laughs> you may you may peruse the archives oh thanks <laughs> no but I, you might like it you know a lot of his work is obviously very similar in approach but in effect so you might end up enjoying it i i adore modern art basically the only art i care all that much about is art after the second world war or you know actually you know what after the first world war we'll say
1: so do you You like monet
0: yeah okay it's fine i like monet a lot
1: i don't really i like non-representational art and everything like that see i like representational art you're like represent well i just i enjoy a good portrait or a, a landscape yeah, see, and yeah. i enjoy the other stuff too but I, I like having some something something real in it too i mean i like starry night you know and the, the stuff that you're sort of supposed to like you know yeah. anyway well so we get to meet jeffrey tambor who as always <laughs> is very enjoyable
0: very enjoyable, and I love that we just, I
1: was like, oh, look, this alternate universe version of George
0: Bluth is actually good at crime. <laughs> well, he's still in jail. He's still in jail, but he seems to know a little bit more about accounting than Bill Bill George Bluth Sr. Yeah, who, who thought
1: that the wife couldn't be prosecuted for the same crime and immediately was dispelled of that notion. <laughs> well, but he was, it was nice. He played a father figure to him, and I love that he was so patient with the him. Pa- the patience with him was really,
0: like... Daddy, I hope I hope if I have to go to prison, I hope my, my dad cellmate like is cellmates yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like teaches me something, you know, like a useful skill. That'd be cool. Like he like he has like a woodworking shop in the cell and he's like, All right, come on over. Let's see this how you do this. I'm like, Thanks, Dad. And <laughs> we play catch in the yard.
1: Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yes, Mary. I, you know it's funny. So I told you this I told you the story of how you know our listener wanted me to pick this one because john lithgow was the villain right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well by the time we had gotten to the point where i was picking again i actually completely forgot that that was the reason i just remembered (laughs) that that she had suggested this one i was like i'll do the accountant because i remember she said we should do that one and when lithgow shows up on screen i'm like oh shit that's right (laughs) that's (laughs) what (laughs) it's (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah well he shows up and actually i don't think it was they did a, they did a good job i think
1: of hiding, hiding his villainy
0: hiding his villainy and not really showing quite what's going on right off the bat
1: yeah i thought he was like genuinely kind of a nice guy yeah actually it was funny that it's funny that this is all what led to this because he shows up and
0: i'm watching it for a little minute and i'm like huh john let is playing a normal human being <laughs> i already like this movie <laughs> It's already got a leg up on certain other ones. He's just, he's just ordinary. He's just a guy. I like that. <laughs> and then actually, it's not like he turns immediately villainous or anything. Like that,
1: it's kind of crazy villainous. Yeah, he's like but, ordering the killings of all these people.
0: Yeah. So I guess that's John Lithgow's thing. But I like that he's got at least he's got two things now. He's got ordinary guy and psycho. Guy. So that's good.
1: <laughs> okay, so we get to hear his handler. Christian mm. Wolf's hand- handler at this point, and mm. it's funny because hearing heavy sigh <laughs> yeah, on the I've phone, seen. it seems so obvious now that it's a robotic voice, like it's a not somebody actually saying that. Yeah, but the first time I watched, I didn't catch it at all. I don't. Did you catch
0: that? No, I thought she was just being, you know, like yeah, quip and like being glib.
1: That's how I took it too.
0: Which is so probably what they funny. figured. So, and I was but Watching that, I was like, oh, here's our second movie with female disembodied voice on the phone handler. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if this one's going to turn out to be Sandra Bullock, too. Which it it, did, huh? And it was. Oh, it was Sandra Bullock? I didn't know.
2: Yeah. She
0: was a actually a lot of makeup. Up, I actually looked up who the voice is this time. Well, it was the actress. Uh-huh.
1: But yeah, I didn't know her. So. But I know, but it's just interesting that it's, it was the, actually the, you know, the woman that was her actual voice. Yeah, it was her actual voice. I don't remember her name though. I I really enjoy how blunt and matter-of-fact Ben Affleck is in this. Mm-hmm. Like he can be so earnest in this role and it doesn't feel out of place because of, you know, they've established that he's on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So he's like, how long have you been CFO?
2: Mhm. I knew yeah, him for
1: 15 years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely. really enjoyed that. I mean, I thought that was fun too. I kind of wonder this I meant to look up to see if like how this performance is like viewed among people who are actually autistic or you know oh i should have done weird. that yeah and I, not because i thought it was like bad i just i didn't know so i was like i don't i feel like it could go either way either it could be pretty good and you know not accurate necessarily but plausible or it could be a little caricature-y I meant to look up and didn't so this is some good
1: kind of subtle in it you know i don't yeah, feel like he's over the top
0: it, was, it wasn't, not that Not that he was autistic in Rain Man, but it's not quite Rain Man level. Of, you right, know, right. You, you never go full, you know.
1: Well, he is autistic. autistic in Rain Man.
0: Yeah. Oh, is he? I yeah, he,
1: he's, he's, he has autism.
0: Back in the day, it was just, you know, they just called it messed up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, they said they call it autism in that movie. We'll be doing that one eventually. Did it get nominated for Best Picture? I didn't know that. I think it won Best Picture. Oh, shows what I know. 1988. So now we meet this other character, right, who kind of gets in the car with this rich asshole guy. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, he's, you know, he's got a gun and 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 the guy's kind of running his mouth a little bit and he hits him in the stomach. And then the guy's like, oh, you got a gun, that makes you a big man, blah, blah, blah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And then he hits him again. He's like, the same spot, Simon? Why (laughs) are you gonna let me hit you in the same exact spot? I felt like that's such like a good line and well like Performed,
0: yeah. It got across him being like a badass, but not, not in an like a way. Yeah, just in a I'm doing my what I'm what I've been sent here to do kind of way.
1: Right. Yeah. Like I'm better at this than you. Let's just move on. Okay. Yeah. yeah pretty much. How has John Bernthal not become an action star yet? By I the don't way? know because I was thinking in this how good an action
0: star he was. So he's so
1: good, I, and I mean yeah.
0: like the the role that I think most people know him from. He was you know predator? punishing people or, or not predator punisher. <laughs> I wish he was originally, well, bigger, but he wouldn't stop high kicking, so yeah, exactly. Actually, he was with him, it was too much low kicking,
1: they were like we yeah. need in, the, in the middle, guys.
2: Yeah, so they
0: found somebody who could just do the right amount of each, exactly. Kevin Nash, <laughs> so no, John, Bur-
1: yeah, you'd think he'd be in more action stuff. Somebody get him a franchise, seriously. I'm with you. I mean, Keanu Reeves is great as John Wick, so mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they should, but I think John Bernthal would have made a good John Wick, yeah, absolutely. Know? But so now Christian, we, so we cut back to Christian Wolf and he's coming into the conference room, right? Cause he's ready to do his forensic accounting and there's a woman asleep at the yep. table. And I love that. He's just trying so hard not to confrontationally wake <laughs> Anna, Anna Kendrick here. And then she's like trying to make small talk with him. And it's just like, what do you want? Dana Cummings? Yep. <laughs> I gotta
0: <laughs> say, I loved the way that he was just so not into the small talk because I am frequently, I feel like that a lot. And I wish I had the guts to just be like, nope. (laughs) She's like, oh, if you have any questions, I don't have any questions.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Why are you talking to me? And it's funny because he's not doing it because I I don't think that it's like, I don't like this. It's more just like, he's so matter of fact, like uh, none of this matters. Yeah. There's a couple of points where
0: he answers a question like very literally. Yeah.
1: I can't think of it now. I should have written it down. I'm I'm doing really good research for today's movie. <laughs> I didn't write any of those down either, but I do remember what you're talking about. There's one like what the end with his at the end with his brother. Mm-hmm. When he you know he like responds to him very matter of factly and he's like, mm-hmm. Jesus, it's not you know, yeah. it's and a, a it, figure of
0: speech. And like, yeah, it's it's it kind of interestingly shows Oh, he says, why, What are
1: the odds? That's what it Oh, he
0: actually tells him the odds.
1: Yeah. Well, he starts saying he was like, "Well, actuarials would say, you know."
0: Yeah, and yeah, it kind of goes to show how many how many phrases and figures of speech we use. That if you act, answered them honestly, it would just like shut down all conversation instead of broker conversation, as which is by the way we use them.
2: Yeah, but
1: that's true.
0: There's a moment like that in Arrested Development. To come back to Arrested Development, where George Michael is saying, "What? Oh, what are the odds that I got this candy heart with this written on it?" And the narrator says, "The odds were one in eight
1: yeah (laughs) but and then you know by the end of this meeting that he's having with not meeting but like initial meeting Mm -hmm. with with dana here it's so clear he's like get the fuck out of here yeah pretty much what he says is i don't eat donuts (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's like
2: okay
1: (laughs) you think that she would give up sooner but i don't know maybe
0: she really wants to talk about math or something
1: yeah i mean i think she's curious about him so now we know that ben affleck was the killer Mm -hmm. place in the opening so we we've established that because medina's figuring this all out right Mm -hmm. which to me is like nobody else has done this yeah the the stuff that medina does i think it's supposed to be presented as like
0: good sleuthing on her part but most of her sleuthing is like very really yeah nobody thought of
1: doing this yeah nobody thought of being like hey somebody should look at see if this guy's face looks similar to other faces
0: yeah (laughs) And then the best one is when she's just fucking googling the names,
1: you know. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, he's the math guy. Wait, this is the math guy too. I did it. I figured it out. I've cracked the code." <laughs> okay. okay, Medina. I mean, I, I guess with that one, I can. I'm willing to accept that people maybe didn't. I, no, I'm still not. I'm still just like. <laughs> I, like I feel those. like they would have had these aliases, and they would have been like, "What makes these aliases similar?" You know. Yep.
0: I think they would have noticed the pattern fairly quickly. I liked you talking yourself out of that in real time. I think it's okay. It's
1: not okay. It's silly. Not that it was um, like
0: glaring. It's just, it could have been more clever if you're going to show me the scene where it's like, she's figuring it out, you know, doing yeah. more work.
1: So now Anna Kendrick's going to see Christian Wolf at lunch. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can't even remember what it was for. Like she said something to him. He responds and her response is just like, okay. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was like so well done it was like this like that was a bizarre answer
0: <laughs> yeah Anna Kendrick is good at that kind of line delivery as a matter of fact
1: she is I really enjoy her as an actress actually but I love that you know she keeps like kind of putting her foot in her mouth you know mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. like ah my dad wore this door even wore the door pocket, pocket
0: protectors protector
2: and yeah. like,
1: I wear a pocket protector
0: <laughs> no yours is cool
1: yeah yours is, this is a cool one <laughs> And then she's like, "Oh, he, you know, he probably would like he. His idea of art was dogs playing poker. I like dogs <laughs> playing poker. It's dogs doing something they wouldn't normally do. It's yeah, that's the thing, yeah. I like yeah. incongruity. I was like, this is a this is such like a fun
0: interaction that they're having. They should have like an entire sitcom <laughs> with them trying to talk. Yeah, <laughs> small talk with Christian Wool. You know, then, talk
1: isn't actually small. Talk has no size." here's another one where he takes something literally mm-hmm. and she was like, you know, I went to the university of Chicago where fun goes to die. Yeah. And why does fun go to die there? Why is Yeah. Why? But you know, that's actually an unofficial motto. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is like, sounds like a fun place. Actually literally doesn't sound like a fun place because yeah. fun dies. So now we're, you know, we're seeing him go through all of these years of accounting. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like thinking about, it, I'm like, I cannot imagine one person being able to go through all this. Like, how did you keep all this straight? It's unbelievable. And I know they're showing that it's genius, right? But I'm like, how?
0: Does it feel like there's enough time for me, for any human being to actually be able to do this? So,
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I was like, at this point, I'm like, huh, you know, so I checked the time, we're 40 minutes in. So basically you had the initial kind of action sequence in the very beginning, nothing for 40 minutes after that.
0: Just accounting.
1: Yeah, I'm still. I was still engaged, though. I mean, I was. It was. It was an engaging movie.
0: It's got a very good, uh, a way of build. I don't know, like sort of builds suspense, suspense in a very casual way by setting everything up in an orderly fashion, and you're sort of seeing it. You're seeing the dominoes get set up, so you're excited to see them fall potentially. Yeah, Um, and I just didn't realize that there was going to be actual accounting in this movie. I kind of thought it was like metaphorical.
1: But no, he's doing accounting. He's an accountant and he's doing some accounting. He really is one. But I thought it was actually really cute that he is like so excited to go to be going over the accounting with Dana. Yeah, that was actually a really great touch, both, I don't know, writing wise and acting wise.
0: This is actually something that's getting him in that he's into. It's not just like a cover, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Not just
0: a cover. I guess it is partly a cover, but.
1: Well, and it's fun too because. You don't know that, I don't think that you realize at this, before he does this, that he's taken what she said to heart, that she's, mm-hmm. is actually interested in it. Yeah. Because right? he seems very like actually nonplussed to use what you had said earlier, but then you can tell like, oh, he's like, he he likes that she's interested.
3: Mm-hmm. You
1: would never know that, but, <laughs> but without this happening. I actually, at this point, I wrote, I can't help but wonder if someone on the spectrum like this, living the way he's living, wouldn't feel lonely.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the next line is like, they actually do a pretty good job of hiding that he's the villain. Yeah. You know, because, so at this point, we see the other, you know, who, the guy that's going to turn out to be his brother, spoiler, mm-hmm. he's basically telling this guy to kill himself.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Or he's going <laughs> to fucking rape his, w- I thought it was really interesting that he was like, we're going to rape your wife, essentially. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I am going to put a bullet in her fucking head, (laughs) though. Holy shit, dude. This guy's got some... This guy's intimidating. Yeah. Again, why is John Bernthal not an action star? He can deliver these lines effectively.
0: You should write a letter. Letter Letter-writing campaign on behalf of John Bernthal. Then the studio heads are going to be like, John Bernthal's family is writing us letters again.
1: You know what I want to see? I want to see a movie where John Bernthal is the hero Mm-hmm. Right? Action star and Shia LaBeouf is the villain.
2: That could work.
1: I actually think that it would be really good because there was a time when I really I really liked Shia LaBeouf. I think he's a charismatic guy, but now you know everybody just kind of hates him. So mm-hmm. I think leaning into that and playing a villain would really work. And John Bernthal getting to be the action star that takes him down would be mm-hmm. really fun to see.
0: I want to see a movie where John Lithgow is the hero. Just to get different, and then John Lithgow is also the villain. They're playing twins, or he's playing twins.
1: Why well, should watch Waiting for Guffman? Is that waiting? What is? For, waiting no, for Guffman. The World According, The World. <laughs> that's not <laughs> the right movie. The World According to Garp.
0: I'm sitting there thinking, it's. <laughs> I know Michael McKean is in that. I know.
1: Not the right movie.
0: <laughs> no, That's okay though. We'll forgive you, but
1: no, I haven't seen The World According to Garp. Well. John Lithgow plays a very heroic character in
0: that. Does he play twins? No. I'm not interested Them Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I only like movies where characters where one actor plays twins. That's why I like adaptations so much.
1: Act- adaptation's an awesome movie. It's the only one I could think of in that mode, though. No, I was like, you hesitated. I'm like, oh, were you being sarcastic? Because I actually really like that movie.
0: No, it's good. I don't like it as much as being John Malkovich, but...
1: no. Yeah, it's not that good. But I mean, any movie, you got Chris, Coop, Chris Cooper and Meryl Streep, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're know, you bound to have a good movie. And Nicholas you're gonna have, Cage, bound to have and Nicolas Cage. Yeah, well, right. But I wouldn't say Nicholas Cage, you're bound to have a good movie. Oh, um, that's true. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't quite take that part into account. You are very much not bound
0: to have a good movie. And you're, you're But he was really good in it. it. I mean, he's such a weird actor
1: because he's such a good actor when he's on. You know? Right. I agree. I he has the he capability is. of being an excellent actor, and yet I, did he yeah. win the Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas? He did, Best Actor. That's yeah, a Best so. Actor Oscar winner, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas <laughs> Cage. Anyway, where were we? So I don't know. Uh, oh, right. Uh, so, so he's convinced him to kill him. So. Yes. And I, funnily enough, I actually was like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah. I forgot that he was the CFO.
0: I did too. I was like,
1: "Why are we going to this guy's house again?"
0: I just thought it was like another yeah aside. i thought it was another guy
1: that he was yeah. you know you know basically intimidating right i
0: put it together at some point but i don't actually remember even when
1: yeah it wasn't it wasn't during while it was happening it was yeah. it was like when it was a little bit after and i was like oh that's that guy okay mm-hmm. it was before john lithgow did his whole like i'm responsible for his death
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know thing which yeah you mm-hmm. certainly are so so yeah you know and Christian walks up to the conference room and they're erasing all his numbers and he's like this is not good he he has to finish you know I actually felt really bad for him
0: yeah you could sort of see him having an out more calm, more calm but like still upset version of the same the same right. issue he had as a kid with not having the last puzzle piece
1: and so now he's you know he's doing his thing where he's listening to loud music in the strobe light yeah. I could have done without the self-flagellation though yeah it is. It was, I was like, oh my God, stop hitting yourself in the shin. And the whole time I'm hoping, like, I'm like thinking, I hope that prop is like, actually just like a really hollow piece of plastic or something.
0: For real, getting hit in the shin.
1: That not- sounds, I mean, like just the yeah. thought of it, and it hurts uh-huh. my shin to think of it. Yeah. So I guess evocative in that way. Yeah. Ugh. Well, now we go back in time again and we're seeing him practices martial arts in Indonesia.
0: Uh, does.
1: This father is a real piece of work, huh?
0: Oh yeah. That's one word for it. I was going to call him a piece of something else, but it wasn't going to be work. I liked how worried his younger brother was for him too. It's it's mm-hmm. really touching actually. No it is, yeah. I liked like that even the martial arts teacher was like, "Come on."
1: So yeah, we see him kind of bullying his kids and it's my job to know when they've had enough. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, you're such a tool." <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: um, I, I can get behind like the idea that, you know, you want to prepare your kids for a tough life, right? I get it that's but there are probably better ways to do it so hold on let me backtrack there there are definitely better ways to do it
0: yeah i would think that there were better ways than taking them to indonesia and having them get brutalized learning martial arts
1: yes so now we show ben affleck he's back at the farm Mm -hmm. trying to get some of this tension that he's feeling in his body out right taking it out on melons Taking it out on the poor melons. And then we sort of see that the couple has been kidnapped, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy like goes out, it's like, call out to him,
2: Christian,
1: <laughs> be louder. And then boom, gets yep. killed. And that's <laughs> like, fuck this. Get <laughs> out of here. But I really enjoyed that. They had the sound of the bullet happen mm-hmm. after of the shot happen after the bullet hits the stuff that it's hitting. I thought that was a cool effect to show how far away he is. Yeah, because
0: you know? I mean, I don't know if he was a mile away from the house, but he was probably pretty far.
1: Well, he's got to be at least four or five miles, you know, mm-hmm. based on that, that farmer's eyesight. I, I don't know where <laughs> I was going to go with that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> <go> want <with that.
0: laughs>
2: <I don't laughs> to There we go. I, I
1: was just letting that ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for not saving me. So you know, then of course you know he shoots. The farmer's truck, which I was like, oh, that's you know, he just ruined his truck. But then he like runs, jumps onto the truck, which he had this run that was very like like barreling. It was like it was like he was a running back. It was like he was a fullback, mm-hmm. actually. You know, the fullback that like enjoys getting hit. Yeah. You know, so he goes right into the line. And then he jumps onto the truck and gets the guy out, you know, pulls the guy through the back, actually, which is pretty badass. Yeah, uh, goes flying over the truck, lands, and then he you know gets him into some sort of chokehold, and he's like, "When I say the, your employer, you know, raise your hand or whatever he said to do," yeah. and then he goes through a list. And he's like, "Do you understand the rules?" Yeah, <laughs> I really like that. And this is another one of those things where, like, if it was Affleck as just like acting as a character mm-hmm. that's not on the spectrum, you could have put that line in there, and it just wouldn't have worked. But he's he's able to do it so earnestly because he's on the spectrum, and you don't feel like, oh, he's trying to be, like, funny, right? He's It seems like he's genuinely, like, I've said these guys. One of them is it. Why yeah. haven't you stopped me? Yeah. So, yeah, Affleck's kind of a badass in this. I used to th- kind of think he was a Streisand. But, <laughs> but I'm rocking it in this one. So now we cut to Dana Cummings, her apartment. She's looks like she's going to be goings. For a dirt nap. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're like I've been sitting on that one. but I haven't. I actually thought of it just now, and I was like, "Should I even bother with this?" Ah, fuck it. It's twelve thirty in the morning. I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> this is this is the time to throw caution to the wind. If not, yeah, I exactly. Know. I feel like you know, there's tired and there's drunk. Either one yeah. of them, your inhibitions have lowered. Oh yeah, that's the um, time to make your silly joke. <laughs> <laughs> one of those two. Steps. But I enjoyed actually. So here's what sort of struck me. So. The accountant, they send two guys. And for the five-foot-nothing girl, yeah, they had, what, one, two, three, four guys?
0: I think they were trying to get a peek of her in the bathroom.
1: Well,
2: they did. <laughs> it's um, but okay.
1: Well, they did get a peek of her in the bathroom because that's where they, and the last guy ends up getting killed. He's but, like, don't you peek at her? Yeah. I actually enjoyed that they show his foot kicking through the door.
2: Mm-hmm. Because right.
1: I feel like that happens all the time, all the time with those kind of doors. Like if you're trying to hit that kind of a door, you're just, you just go through the door. It doesn't open.
0: Yeah. It's just cheap ass. You know, I don't even know what. So
1: right. It's just hollow wood, you know? Uh, so I anyway, enjoyed part of that. a
0: couple little realistic touches, I think in this.
1: Yeah. I like that. She hits him with the porcelain and he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then anyway, yeah. So Christian Wolf, you know, ends up saving her. Right. And kind of pretty cool in that scene. I think is very effective mm-hmm. action scene, fight scene, whatever you want to call it. And then you know he takes her back to his RV, and she decides that she's not going to wait outside anymore. Which I think I would have. Yeah, I, I think I'm like, to do it watching. All right, I'm just going to sit out here.
0: <laughs> whatever you say "Mr. Killing People Man," <laughs> exactly. Thanks for
1: saving me. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> and at first one, I was like, "Really, she would just immediately recognize that painting, and then I was
0: like, All right, she likes art, yeah, she likes art, <laughs> and I suppose this is my time to to say that I recognized both of the paintings on my own, and then i did I felt smart, and then they mentioned it like in five seconds after I said it to myself, and I was like, Oh now, I, <laughs> no, I never get to prove that I was smart,
1: yeah." I'm not sure I knew the I'm not sure I knew the names of either of them, but you knew who the artists were. Is mm-hmm. that what it was? You knew that one was a Renoir and one was a Pollock. Pollock's are yeah, you can identify, so they are. But I'm still just sincerely amazed. What did it mean? Yeah, I mean I'm Pollock. really impressed.
2: <laughs>
0: I thought you were being sarcastic. Thank I, you. I'm I'm amazed by me every day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: how much I forget I go, what the fuck was I doing? And I'm amazed that I couldn't deal with it.
1: Well, I actually really enjoy Anna Kendrick in uh-huh. this scene. That's what would be weird. <laughs> yeah. Her delivery is always very fun and comedic. Yeah. And then I liked sarcasm. Is that sarcasm? <laughs> so then, he, you know, he, he's like telling her that I don't remember exactly how we got here, but the he's telling her that they moved 34 times in 17 years. You know, I'm sorry. That's too many times. That's That's
0: too many moves.
1: It's, could do a few fewer moves. Yeah. I mean, you could have been like, we moved 10 times in 17 years and you'd be like, that's a lot of moving. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was like a really ridiculous number to choose. It's like they picked out an
0: arbitrarily high number.
1: Yeah. They're like, you moved every six months. Yeah. You know? Okay. Sure. I, I didn't believe it for a second. First of all, in the military, usually you, you get at least two years at your duty station. Right. So yeah, I just, was like this is nonsense
0: it's like the writers shouted into the other room hey johnson what's a high number johnson goes a billion (laughs) more than that 43 yeah it works
1: yeah i'll just invert it yeah (laughs) is that what it was (laughs) (laughs) well you said 43 but it's
0: actually 34 that must be you see i have i have number switching disease
1: i think that's called dyslexia isn't it oh yeah probably (laughs) Well, I guess that's when they switch. You switch letters. I don't know if it, this is the same with numbers, but I believe it's dyscalculia. Dyscalculia, really? I think so. Okay, I mean, sounds sounds right. <laughs> I'm gonna believe you, but now what I liked though is that they actually addressed the loneliness thing that mm-hmm. I had asked earlier because mm-hmm. he says, you know, I'm not good at social situations, but I'd like to be, mm-hmm. like he wishes he was. I thought oh, that's, that's
0: really sad, and. Uh, kind of shows why he would be like bothering to be nice to her and
3: everything.
1: Right. Exactly. And I love that. Like she does this quick math thing. Like what's this times this. Mm -hmm. And he just does it. And she's just like bites her lip. I'm like, where are these girls that are like, Oh my God, you math. That is so hot. If Niagara Falls. Then let it. (laughs) And first of all, though, it's like, you know, not only is like she turned on by the math, but like she's an attractive woman to be biting your lip at, at like, oh my god, you said numbers. really good. <laughs> did you see his math, guys? How <laughs> smart! I'm getting I was, I, I'm fanning myself like you can see me. Yeah, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just like you know, if I knew that that worked with women, I would just be like like what' seventy two thousand times twenty seven I'd be like, Oh, that's five million four hundred thirty three thousand twenty one be like, really, yep, as long as <laughs> sure. I don't have a calculator, you <laughs> know sure is it's quick math, look at the quick math I'm doing.
0: Well, you could try it, just go around if you want to hit on women, just
2: be like, Do you like math? Yeah, yeah, I'll try it on Sarah. see what she does. Oh right, you're she- married. I forgot <laughs> what what I
1: like. What I would really enjoy about that is that I would, I could like do that to her, and she would just be like, "What?" I'm, (laughs) anyway. So they're still they're on the couch in the RV, and he's about to get laid, Mm. and then he's like, "It's crazy Eddie," and I'm like, "Oh, you blew
2: it, dude."
0: How many times has that happened to you, though? I mean, this is kind of a a constant occurrence. You're you're on the verge of getting some, and then crazy Eddie.
1: I mean, other the than the four times when I finally got it to work, oh, that's it. Okay, so every other time has been a crazy Eddie situation.
0: I feel like it's a crazy Eddie situation every every goddamn day over here. <laughs> I looked that up by the way. I did not realize. I don't know. I sounded sounded made up, and so I looked it up. And it was
1: a real thing. No, that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember that guy. Well, I don't. Remember. I remember my mom talking about that guy, and I think they reference him even in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Really? Yeah, I think so, but maybe not. I could be wrong. It doesn't matter. And then he's like, kind of pissed off. He's realized what's going on, and he's talking to his handler, and she's like, "Well, you know, what's the plan? (laughs) I'm going to find him, and I'm going to shoot him in the head." Yeah, which I appreciated. Just another one of like these badass lines for Affleck, but for Mm -hmm. his character. They're not meant to be badass. Yeah, just matter of fact. That's what he's gonna They're do. Just matter of fact, exactly. Which it just works so well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, now he's like walking down the street, and he's following his brother, mm-hmm. who he doesn't know is his brother. And then, and then his little brother almost shoots Christian Wolf. Like, and I was <laughs> thinking, that's about the most clear back off you'll ever get.
0: <laughs> yeah, getting you know shooting at you.
1: Yeah, like I don't want you near me that's <laughs> okay. what i do every time someone I, me what? i see your yeah i hear you i understand
0: <laughs> <Message> received. <laughs> so uh, but in retrospect i don't understand why they didn't recognize each other did they not get a good look at
1: each other and i just didn't really catch that or no they didn't get a look at each other right so he sees him from the back so christian wolf sees him from the back
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then when he turns to shoot at him he Christian Wolf has already ducked behind a car.
0: Oh, uh, you see, and for some reason I thought that they had like passed each other and like saw each other. I guess I was just inserting my own, I don't know what in there.
1: Well, and so now we officially know that Lithgow is the villain. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we cut back to another, you know, his, historical sequence and the dad is saying you either choose to be a victim. This is like when he convinces his kids to go beat up other kids, Mm. which great parenting. Oh yeah. Like like I said, this guy's a number one parent over here. (laughs) So he says choosing to be a victim or choosing not to be right. Those are your choices in life, which is kind of sage, you know, Mm -hmm. in a, in a way, but then he like goes and ruins it with like, you go beat the shit out of these kids and run. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so the cops of the treasury agent has finally discovered the house, you know, mm-hmm. Christian Wolf. He's like almost there and they're discovering all the kind of the surveillance and stuff like that. And they're like, well, how does he guard the front? There's a fucking minigun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell! I thought that was crazy. Yeah. So here we get to the part of the film where I'm like, what is going on? And I'm curious how you felt. You know who he is. Uh-huh. Why are you going after him? Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I'm
0: not sure I got that either, and I, I just sort of, I just sort of went along with it. But
1: so it was just an elaborate scheme to get Medina to take over for you. Yeah, basically. I'm pretty sure she would have just accepted the promotion. <laughs> that probably would have been enough. I, I just am like, I. It just boggles my mind. I was so confused. I did enjoy though when the handler calls and. Tell Elliot Ness to get his feet off the furniture. (laughs) That was was cute. (laughs) So now Ben Affleck is, he's raiding the compound, right? And I was just thinking like, so Christian Wolf is a better shooter. He's better at shooting than these other guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is the takeaway here. That's today's lesson. (laughs) And the leader of the security team who ends up being his brother doesn't seem very helpful to his team. No, he just He's, does he doesn't seem to care at all. He's just watching him get slaughtered. I know. He's like, ah, right, you go out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna man <laughs> the cameras. And you'd think at that point, like that would be like being the point person. Like he'd be on yeah. the radio being like, I see him over here, do this. He doesn't yeah. say a word. He just watches.
0: He just watches them die.
1: He's like, oh, He's like this is me. <laughs> it's
0: like I'm watching an
1: action movie.
0: Yeah. He's like, I'm sworn not to interfere. No wait, no, that's not what I'm I'm not the I'm not the, I'm not the soul, I think.
1: So then we get to a pretty creative and fucked up kill scene. You know which one I'm talking about? With his
0: like scissor, scissor hold, yeah, like with his head,
1: sort of, like flashbang or yeah. grenade or whatever down into the in between his yeah. kevlar vest and his chest. I'm like, oh man, it must have been a flashbang, right? Because yeah, otherwise, I, otherwise he would have blown up too, right? So this yeah. one just was
0: some sort of traumatic, but not like. Explode everywhere!
1: Yeah, I was like, "Jeez." So this rich guy's house is fucked up now. I'm just like looking at all the bullet holes in the
0: wall and everything. Well, that's oh, the thing, John Lithgow. Throughout this entire scene, is also being a little histrionic at times. Kill him now! This is enough! Ha, ha, ha. Like, all right, all right, John Lithgow, calm down. <laughs> Kill him now! I was excited to hear how you felt about him doing well, this he- scene. He had been lower key for most of the movie and now now he decides to let it out. It's like well, Well, I mean
1: they're raiding his house after he's killed a bunch of people and I guess. You know. And he's like hired the security team that's just all dying. Yeah, they suck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, frankly, little brothers or big brothers, wait, little brothers security team. I don't know why I can't get those brothers straight. Probably because like I said, I was kind of spending a lot of it not sure who which was who which brother. But, like, this little brother's security team is
1: not good. <laughs> I remember thinking in the theater, like, oh, shit, is he the brother? Yeah. So it, like, dawned on me all of a sudden. Which I think it's, you're supposed to have a dawn on you in that moment. But, yeah, so now they're going to fight each other. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, thinking this maybe not the healthiest way to work through some family stuff. Well, you know, like this beating the shit works. out of each other.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, that was just, like, Christmas. For them. Yeah. <laughs> Their father was just Shang
1: Tsung, or whatever his name is, from Mortal Kombat. Just be fight like okay, and we didn't talk about this, but you know, they do another cutback scene Mm -hmm. where they show him going to that funeral of his mom, you know, Mm -hmm. and then they get into the fight, and that's how he ends up in jail. Yeah, and the guy Ray King there doesn't protect the witness, and and he gets killed. That's what starts the rampage or whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so Christian Wolf is just like taking these punches, which. So John Bernthal is an effective action actor. So those looked fucking painful. Mm-hmm. And he's just like taking them. I was like, damn, it doesn't look great. And then, you know, they, he gets him down on the ground, you know, he fights back and I didn't really like that. He pulled a gun on him. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, you know, that seems like it's going too far. <laughs> yeah. And then, and I'm, I feel like this is kind of, you're, you're kind of not really thinking about it because you're like, oh, this is so cool. It's his brother. But it started, I started thinking about like, Why is his brother just working as an assassin? (laughs) Yeah, and we're all just okay with that. Like he (laughs) basically just killed a couple innocent people. Why are we all okay with that? That's a good question. (laughs) Yeah, I hadn't thought. It's like oh, their brothers are reunited. That's (laughs) so nice. Oh, one's a homicidal maniac. I guess both of them kind (laughs) of (laughs) are. It runs in the family. (laughs) Um, But I mean, but it was kind of a touching scene, you know. And I I really, John Bernthal's delivery of, you don't call him, you call me. If you really wanted to go to the funeral, you you know, you call me. I just, he's, I really like him as an actor, actually. I just, no, was, I guess was, I've said that quite a bit. No, it was, it was good though. I agree. <laughs> and then you get John Lithgow coming out and he's like, I help people. This is, you know, I'm like, his dumb I'm asshole hor-. speech. Yeah. his stupid asshole speech. And he's like, do you know <laughs> what that's like? Yeah, I do.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it was fantastic
0: i like that because remember he said he was going to shoot him in the head so
1: yes exactly and it just does it
0: i also liked it because i enjoy a a villainous monologue getting shut down like shut shut up and like too often in movies there's like an issue because they don't just kill him when they get the chance so he's just like fucking yeah i'm just gonna kill you
1: it's funny because you know for me i'm not usually i don't usually enjoy the villain getting killed Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't often find it as satisfying as like having him arrested,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: for some reason this one just really worked for me. I, I loved that he just shoots him in my head.
0: I was kind of
2: glad just
1: to get him out of the movie. Really? I'm surprised to hear you say that. And the
0: thing is, is that I don't dislike John Lithgow as a person. I'm sure he's fine. He seemed okay in Third Rock from the Sun.
1: Yeah, I'm. I, I, he's fun in that. I think he's a pretty well-respected actor too. You know, it's
0: just, uh, don't cast him as a villain in an action movie, I guess. Watch his, like, Hamlet is, like, world-renowned or some shit.
1: <laughs>
2: so, I, you know, I, I mean,
1: he was definitely more subdued in this one than he was in Cliffhanger. Absolutely. Sure. And this had been in first, I'd be like, well, he wasn't great, but it was fine. <laughs> but now you're, like, <laughs> just primed for him. Yeah, you're laugh. primed to hate his villainy roles.
0: I was hoping he would stay as, like, the, the more low-key,
1: just-runs-the-company guy, but I guess it was fated.
0: For
3: him
1: to be an idiot. Well, but he's I dead find, now, so thank God. Yeah, and I did find it interesting how much exposition there was after the action. I know, there was, there was like a cool-down period, you know? I know, I, I was like, I don't know that I needed it. Yeah,
0: it was like the refractory after you've, you know, refractory period after you're done.
1: Yeah. You're like, well,
0: asleep. we can roll over and go to sleep or grab something to eat, but I don't really know that we need this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well that's it that's the whole movie <laughs> that's it. That's the whole wait well um, well we get you know the very end bit right
2: Where like
0: i can't remember is there like a voiceover like is oh we find out who the handler
1: is right yeah yeah <laughs> you seem really invested <laughs> <laughs>
2: i, I remember
1: thinking it was really cool the first time i saw it but i i thought it was a good little
0: reveal maybe like a little too uh, a little too like the movie nudging you and being like uh-huh did
2: you see <laughs> yeah, check.
0: But it's still neat, I guess. I liked that the we saw that the home for autistic kids is still fuck running, probably through donations from Bro, from yeah from Ben Affleck, Christian I guess. Wolf, yeah, and, uh, and we also see that he sends Anna Kendrick the what looks painting. like What looks like the dogs playing poker painting, and that she's smart mm-hmm. enough to somehow look underneath, which I wouldn't have done.
1: Yeah, I would not have ripped up a painting
0: for <laughs> yeah. sure. I'm
1: like, oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, dogs <laughs> playing poker. I like this.
0: And I think I I texted you that how annoyed I was because that painting is worth up I God know how much did you say you looked it up one hundred forty million dollars one hundred forty million dollars and he just shipped it in the mail or some shit he just <laughs> bought a mailer at the UPS store and sent it in that thing and now it's just sitting in Anna Kendrick's house
1: so well I mean he made her worth her net worth a hundred million hundred forty million dollars with one UPS package.
0: And that's actually the thing though. If I was her, I would immediately turn around and sell it. Yeah,
1: no shit.
0: <laughs> not to like shit on his gift, but like I could use 140 million dollars a lot more than I could use this
1: painting. Well, the gift is 140 million dollars, right? That's how yeah. I would look at it. Yeah. Thanks for exactly. the
0: money. But then he comes I up. Don't ever you have because... to
1: work again. And I can be the person like because he has a line there. He's like, when he says to her, You're not getting you're not the police aren't gonna help you when it's somebody who's Made, that, who yeah. has enough money? Money that to he return can put all yeah. the money back in. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah. So, but then you know, and the accountant too. He's mad that she sold it, and that's his yeah. motivation. He's gonna kill her for selling his pollock.
1: That's a grim
0: plot. <laughs> no, well, you know, what else? What? what else is the plot gonna be? It's what more accounting? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the accounting
1: action, I suppose. Let's go to the rank. We got some ranking to do, I think. Yeah, that's what we're here for.
2: A rank.
1: We've got 10 categories, story, acting, originality, action sequences, chase slash fight scenes, film coherence, hero appeal, villain appeal slash hatred, supporting characters appeal, and the final showdown, which is bad guy versus good guy. And we rank that all on a scale of one to five, one being the worst, five being the best, and our first category is story. And I'll go first. Mm. I gave story a four. I enjoyed the story. Following a forensic accountant for criminals around isn't the story you would expect from an action movie, but I think they do it pretty well. It sort of felt like the origin story of a superhero at times, Mm -hmm. actually. It was a little disjointed. Accounting Batman. (laughs) But, you know, not terribly so. So what did you give for a story?
0: I gave it a three, which seemed fair. I thought the story was okay. I wished it had been a little bit more clever. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like for It does instance,
1: make sense. I actually was having a hard time with this ranking. But go ahead.
0: No, yeah, cuz like the scene where Medina is like finding out it like it could have played as such a cool scene. It's just that her figuring out was not that deep, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, it didn't it there should have been more steps to it. More steps to it exactly than just googling it and like and like because like the most complicated thing she did is had to figure out that lou could be lewis <laughs> like <laughs> i know this is not exactly like sherlock holmes here like just some and i and it's like in in concept it works it's just the execution is not perfect and like i just wish that they had gotten a more brought in a clever ghostwriter or something you know but but aside from that there's really nothing wrong with it so
1: well, so the next category is acting.
0: So what did you what you do for that? Acting, I also gave a three, which I was waiting for a response there for you to see. Because <laughs> I, I feel like you probably think that's a little low. But
1: It's lower than mine, but I, I'll i just tell you, I gave a 3.75, so...
0: Not that much lower, so I don't yeah, feel that bad. Yeah, exactly.
1: Acting. I was a little worried that you were going to be like, what?
0: But, it, it, you know, Affleck is okay. Like I said, it, it would affect my decision a lot to know should have looked up at some point if like you know thought to be a particularly sensitive portrayal of an autistic person i thought anna kendrick was really good as always and i enjoyed jk simmons being there he's just always he's always fun to have around yeah i I felt like just his little explanation his monologue explanation of the background of everything was a delightful sequence a good actor can turn any monologue into like a an engaging part of a story
1: yeah that's true.
0: Medina was fine. She was just there. Lithgow wasn't actually as bad as all that. He wasn't good either. And then really John Bernthal was charismatic as as the brother. So all fine. That's it.
2: <laughs> yeah. well, I feel yeah,
1: I feel very similarly to you. It was pretty good. Yeah. You know? It's not like it was bad acting. It was just more mm-hmm. like, okay.
0: Yeah. Was, everyone did their job and then they went home, I think.
1: Yep. And now I would say that John is the highlight. Of mm-hmm. the acting in this movie Anna Kendrick was like right there with him or pretty close to that I thought Ben Affleck was decent yeah I didn't, same. I didn't think like he's not gonna win an Oscar for the role but I thought mm-hmm. it was it was good and everybody else I like, just kind of felt like was John Lithgow was definitely a more subdued villain this time mm-hmm. than the last time we saw him I thought he was really good when he was the when we didn't know he was the villain
0: yeah I liked that and, better too
1: and then when he was the villain it was a little bit more over the <laughs> top but it's not, I mean, it wasn't crazy. I mean, he's in the, he's in a high stakes like situation, right? I, so.
0: I get it. I would have enjoyed it. I kind of wish that they had gone completely bonkers. Like we reveal he's the villain and he suddenly got like a handlebar mustache that he's twirling.
1: Like, <laughs> I think a better way to have gone was for him to be afraid. I think so too, actually, rather than being, I don't know. It was more like he was annoyed that they weren't doing the job. Yeah. You know? What am I paying you for? Rah! Like, yeah exactly and i feel like if they had made him just like okay what's going on like why i thought yeah. you guys could protect me like I, i'm and it was more worry mm-hmm. than like where's my return on investment here you know <laughs> but yeah anyway i thought it was good i actually yeah. thought that jk simmons wasn't i mean he's he's such a great actor that like i feel like this one wasn't as good and it's sort of glaring when somebody who's really good mm-hmm. isn't as good as you expect him to be i can see a feeling of maybe a little-
0: Maybe a little phoned in, like he's capable of better, maybe. Yeah.
1: Well, we're going to get into it a little bit here. But so, all right. So let's go into originality. I actually gave originality a four and a half. I actually think that having an action movie that's centered around an accountant is pretty original. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Not how you would expect this movie to go. It's also not like a straightforward action movie, and it, and it does have some twists. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy that you didn't expect everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a high originality for that. What, what about you?
0: I also gave it a four and a half, actually. I exactly <laughs> the same feeling. I kind of wish this movie had done better and then we could get a whole spate. Not that it did badly, but I wish it had been like a huge hit. We could have got a whole lineup of unexpected job action movies, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? The divorce lawyer. <laughs> the beekeeper.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I want to see that. We Just they're, go they're, watch you leave gold. There's our John Bernthal vehicle.
1: <laughs> oh goodness. What's um, Shia LaBeouf's villainy? Like, you know, I, he's like a honey, he's a honey conglomerate. You trying, know. I was thinking he's trying to kill all the bees. No, you know what? He's like the bratty kid that takes over the honey conglomerate.
0: Is Pooh Bear in this movie too? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but Piglet is. Piglet
0: is. Okay. Anyway, so I gave him four and a half for originality <laughs> because. I mean, like you said, he's he's a forensic accountant, and he actually is an accountant. I was convinced it was going to be just, he says he's an accountant, but like... It's a front or something. It's a front, yeah, but he actually does accounting, <laughs> as well as killing people. <laughs> as far as the story, and I guess I meant to mention this as a story, I kind of would have liked it a little bit better if he was really just an accountant, but had this background where he right. was trained. And like he was like thrust into the situation he didn't want to be in, but that training comes in handy now. Instead of like he travels the world being a badass, which is fine. I would have liked it a little bit more, I think, if we got to know his badassery a little bit slower and later in the movie. But that's not a problem. And also the angle of him being an action star with autism is certainly interesting.
1: Yeah, that's a good point too. Oh yeah, that's another part of the originality that's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. So all right, well, the next category is action sequences. What do you have for that
0: one? For action sequences, action sequences was a little tough again. But I think I gave that one a four. Okay. Which, I don't know, now it's high though, that I say it out loud because I'm having trouble thinking of actual action sequences that weren't fights. I tell them.
1: It's more a lot of chase and fight scenes, but yeah. Well, well the saying. thing is that it felt they did a good job with the tension yeah I gave it a four point two five if that oh, makes you feel okay. better it does make me feel better
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't want to steal your thunder though i I just wanted to no, sort I, of get that out of the way so you didn't feel like you were no you ex- crazy. explain both of our position because I think you
2: well you know did same thing I do
1: there's a few scenes of action you know a scene with the farmer and mm-hmm. you know the farmer's truck and the whole sequence with him getting into the house, yeah. which was kind of the final showdown too yeah it was, it was crazy it was well done. I never felt like. Anytime there was an action sequence, I never felt like I was out of it. Like mm-hmm. something unrealistic was happening. Cause like, you know, you give the background that like he's got some martial arts skills, but it never felt like he was over the top, like really good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, I think that the fact that he was, I don't want to say emotionally devoid, but like emotionally, you know, on the spectrum, right. It just, yeah. it made it so that sort of attack with less concern,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, which felt made it feel more real and i think that helps the action sequences you know yeah you sort of believe that this character can do these things next one is the chase and fight scenes and i gave that one a four and a half actually i thought the fight scenes were were pretty darn good but Affak was kicking some ass mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i thought it was well choreographed and uh, it was exciting I even had a couple of unique death scenes
0: like presumably flashbang or whatever down the guy's exactly exactly <laughs> just kind so. of a, which is kind of a clown comedy kind of way to kill a guy as well now that i think of it like you know I, he has acid in his seltzer bottle
1: <laughs> what did you give it
0: it's funny that you gave so you gave action i think a 4.25 and chase and fight four and a half right yeah so you and did i give a 4.25? gave 4.25 i gave action a four and chase and fight a 4.25 so we're pretty in line here yeah it was, the fight choreography was quite good I don't know if just fight choreograph chore- choreographers. <laughs> I don't know if fight choreographers are just really good these days, but everything like they it was very slick and well done. And Ben Affleck has a good physicality behind him. He's a believable he tough
1: guy. He's sort of lumbering. He's
0: yeah. lumbering. He's he's a large guy actually. He's you know? really large. <laughs> and it's easy to not appreciate that because he's just whoever you know. He's, he's right. He's just the sad boy from chasing Amy or something, but and yeah, no,
1: he's bulked up.
0: He, yeah, he well, you know, for he got quite large for the Batman movies. Exactly. John Bernthal is obviously convincing as a tough guy. Yes, that's a good point. uh, I
1: didn't even bring him up,
0: (laughs) which is funny because you were bringing him up on everything. I know he's
1: constantly bringing him up, but yeah,
0: he's. You're like, I have a crush on John Bernthal. <laughs> if we got married, my name would be John Bernthal.
1: You know, it's funny because it used to be like my man crush was Will Smith. Maybe maybe it's moving to John Bernthal. You're moving no. you're trending toward John Bernthal. Mine's John Lithgow. <laughs> yeah, is it? Yes. Yeah. Just because you don't like yourself, I guess. Yeah.
0: But firearms were fun. I really loved that bit where is it a fight when it's with guns? That's a fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. I really liked when the guy, the I don't know, he's not a terrorist, but the bad guy was telling the woman to shout louder, and just the guy's dead.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it gave you a sense of like, oh yes, S- sniper rifle fire is in fact sudden sometimes, and that was a <laughs> lot of fun. So a lot of good stuff there.
1: All right, well, so the next category is film coherence. What do you have for that one?
0: Film coherence, I gave a, another three, which feels like I didn't know what to do, <laughs> which I kind of didn't, <laughs> because I kind of want to go lower actually. Well, I'll listen to what you say and we'll say, but it was like, it didn't cohere very great for me, but I think that is to do with like the stuff I was saying with like Medina hit her like work, not being really believable. And I would have very much switched around a lot of the scenes. I think not like specifically we're just playing musical chairs with the scenes, but I would have gone in a different direction in multiple places, but. Not that it wasn't coherent, I suppose, but I don't feel like it was as well-structured as it could have been. What about you? I want to know where you gave it.
1: Yeah. So I actually have a lot to say on this one because mm. I gave it a two. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll go
0: lower since.
1: Well, so, but, you know, listening to you actually made me sort of rethink this because a lot of the gripe I think is that I have. So you said it's, it's not that the stuff wasn't coherent. It was just the structure you didn't like.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think
1: that's the same issue for me. When I first watched this, I just really enjoyed it, right? Because you know, I can watch things and just be entertained, and I don't really need to dive too deep. But and for the record, I was entertained too. So it, it is an entertaining movie. I genuinely hope that they make more because I think it's fun. I think it's a fun mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. But when I was watching this with a more critical eye, it's a little bit more disappointing. Because I really enjoyed this when I saw it, and, and in subsequent and in subsequent viewings, but watching it with my brain turned on, you know,
0: <laughs> with brain on mode,
1: yeah, it pointed out some inconsistencies. So first yeah. of all, Ray J.K. Simmons knows who the accountant is, so yeah. why did he blackmail his chick into chasing him? Yeah, right. Are we meant to believe that he's like decided to groom her as his replacement because there's seemingly no relationship prior? Yeah, and on top of that. What's even their purpose? They literally don't move the plot along at all. They're just extraneous. Uh, you're right. <laughs> what are they even doing in the film? There's no reason for them to be there. We don't care that they're that they're chasing them, right? Uh-huh. I think it's to add a little bit of tension, but if, you, if they weren't there at all, would we notice or care?
0: You know, that's an excellent point. Yeah, I actually remember thinking I had forgotten, but now I remember thinking during the movie, this could either be a lot more about those two and their search for who the accountant is, Or it could not be about them at all, and they could just be gone, basically.
1: Right. Well, there's so much time in the film devoted to the treasury agents, and I'm just Mm -hmm. like, why? And I I think the only thread that holds them together is the fact that Ray, I guess, didn't keep up with the witness that he put in jail. Yeah, that's really it.
0: Which is it's pretty flimsy. You know, you you keep going. I was just going to tell you that I'm putting mine down. You've talked me into it.
1: Yeah. Well, there's I got more. Okay, <laughs> the whole backstory is extraneous. Like the only thing we have there is that this one guy taught him to be an accountant. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that I buy that. That this you know, seemingly genius person with numbers needed this guy. Yeah,
0: to yeah. teaching from the teach cellmate.
1: Yeah. So, but without any of that stuff, it's. I mean, you could still have him be mentored in prison, and none of the other stuff, and you're fine. The background stuff with with being a kid and everything, and his his crazy dad. I'm fine with that staying in there. That helps build who the character is. Anyway, so it was like the only reason that Ray was even there was so that we could have one flashback scene that's explained why. We're meant to believe that even though he's moved 34 times in 17 years, he somehow stayed in touch with the girl that gave him the puzzle piece once when he was (laughs) like 10. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that either. So all the reveals at the end? while they are kind of cool when you first watch it, are just completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit about his handler? There's no fucking way that he would have stayed in touch with her, right? Like, how would that have happened? On top of that, everything with the treasury doesn't matter. So the big moment was like she might reveal that some random accountant that they don't actually even know who he really is gave her the information. I mean, is that is that the payoff for the treasury? I don't really get it.
0: I guess so. so
1: <laughs> so, honestly, I liked that it was his brother that he was up against, and it was a cool little piece of the movie. But again, why? I, I mean, it could have been anybody. I, it's cool that it's his brother, but like, didn't that really disturb really, the plot at all.
0: Yeah, it didn't really resolve some sort of issue between them or something, right? Except, except the funeral thing, I guess. But
1: yeah, but that was contrived. In, uh-huh. so they could have gone a completely different direction with the story where they use the relationship with the brother and him and their distance and not knowing where each other are and mm-hmm. have that moment of catharsis. Mm-hmm. But instead they use that, like his jail term his his prison term mm-hmm. as a catalyst for the treasury storyline that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Mm-hmm. So, No, yeah. you're, I mean,
0: and like this is, this sort of goes back to, I don't want to like, shit on the writers or something but this movie could have been better written in a couple of ways
1: yeah I mean it's it's a really and I can't remember when we talked about this but we've talked before about having like a really cool premise Mm -hmm. and then having it not live up to like the cool premise Yeah, I would say that like I don't know that going into it you think oh an accountant action movie is a really cool premise yeah but they prime you for this in the movie like it's Mm -hmm. this is kind of a neat unique storyline story that we're giving you but they kind of shit on it.
0: Yeah. And like the cool premise, if not like the accounting, being an action star (coughs) premise, the premise is like just the treasury agents trying to figure out who this guy is. could be a decent movie.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like it's a puzzle that they need to put together, but he's like three steps ahead of them because he's got this genius brain that works with number, whatever, or this, the idea of him trying to like put back together his past with his brother or the puzzle piece girl or whatever is another cool premise. It's just, they, they sort of didn't deliver on anything.
1: Well, right. So, so what, what needed to have happened if you were going to go the treasury route, this is him not to have killed John Lithgow Mm -hmm. because then there's a reason, right? They've arrested this guy having an explanation of like all these deaths. And this is like, no, I don't give a shit. I know that already. Yeah, You know, I already know what happened as an audience member. I don't care what the fake world in your universe here knew about. Yeah. Now? So anyway, I'm putting my score down to a 2.5 because
0: I was leaning toward something like that anyway. So
1: all right. One of the rare occasions where I'm lower than you.
0: Yeah, no, and you you were way lower than me, and then you talked me down lower.
1: Your hatred of this
0: movie has convinced me. Uh,
1: okay, to be clear, I did not hate this movie, but I <laughs> you hated um, it. Upon watching it with a with Walker a more critical, Boy, yeah. it was really like disappointing to find all this. Because I really liked it. So like, to st- I imagine it to be like when you're a critic and you have to think of this stuff. Yeah. And you're like, God damn it, I just want to enjoy it.
0: <laughs> Can I just watch a movie?
1: <laughs> but anyway, so the next one is Hero Appeal. Mm. And that's mine. So I gave it a 4.25. I really enjoyed Christian Wolf. You know, Ben Affleck. and Like I said, I've said many times, I hope they make a sequel. He's, he's maybe not the most badass hero ever, but I was definitely rooting for him. But that's
0: it. What do you got? I uh, gave it a 2.75. Oh, interesting.
1: Okay, so we're we're on different ends on this one.
0: Yeah. I thought he was fine, but unmemorable to me. I don't really know what he could have. I don't really have notes for him. I don't really know what he could have done to make it more appealing, more charismatic. Because, I I mean, the character obviously isn't charismatic because that's not what they're trying to go for. But I'm not really sure what. It just didn't totally work for me. I felt like there wasn't. I mean, he didn't really have any growth, right? which is maybe a story issue more than the character issue, but I well, sort I of started like he did off have
1: some growth, you know, I mean, he developed a relationship with Thana yeah. Kendrick, which by then, the way, I'm, I'm glad
0: that they didn't hook up. Me too. I think <laughs> it, that would have cheapened it the whole thing a lot.
1: I think so too. I, you know, I think that they could have had a moment at the end together. Oh yeah. They could kissed or something, but yeah, but I'm okay that they didn't, but I do think that, that would have been okay.
0: Because this is a little bit more about him making a connection with a human, not falling in love or something. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the character, by and large, just didn't work for me. Not so much Affleck's portrayal being bad or anything, just didn't work. And not even that it didn't work. It's just, again, with the execution, just kind of wasn't there for me.
1: I was never engaged. Interesting, Because you were engaged in the movie, right?
0: In the movie, but I don't know the character. Like I said, I think I would have liked it more. Maybe I got a little too married to this idea that I had that it would have worked better if he had been like devoting himself to being a normal accountant, trying to get away from the life that his father taught him or something. Hmm. I feel like, But maybe I'm being unfair. I
1: don't know. No, I, don't, well, I was just curious. Villain appeal. So, I, yeah, villain appeal.
0: Yeah. I'm very excited to hear what you got for this one. I gave it a 1.75. Oh, he's moving up. Um, he, he, moved he's up, from up the, he moved up from the lowest possible grade. <laughs> to a very low grade and actually it wasn't even more entirely his fault than this one it was just not a very compelling villain that they didn't do anything with like it started off not compelling and then they did nothing with him so
1: yeah you know i gave him a three okay and and i am thinking like maybe so because my issue was not lithgow yeah so he probably i mean he probably actually elevates the score a little bit just in how he played him before Mm -hmm. we knew he he was the villain yeah because having him seem so nice and then in, mm-hmm. in reality he's like a real piece of shit. Yeah. I think that actually the way they did that made his piece of shitness <laughs> yeah. hit a little harder. But still you just don't get enough time with him to really mm-hmm. to really hate him, I think. I I mean it's the fact that he was having everybody killed is kind of fucked up. And I yeah. and the, I think they offhandedly said that the woman was his sister.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I caught that too, but then
1: I'd also forgotten that they I was like wait a second didn't they say which makes it like even kind of more fucked up It's called um, it? It's funny cuz I actually had a lower score than a 3 but I was like thinking about it and writing about it and I was like well, I mean I think, it's, I think it's I I'll give them a 3 you know mm-hmm. right right in the middle there it's fine Anyway so supporting characters appeal is next mm-hmm. and I actually gave this a 4 so as extraneous as I thought a lot of these characters were, I did enjoy spending time with them. Mm-hmm. Medina was a, she was really the only one that was, I mean, J.K. Simmons, you know, Ray, he's a charismatic guy, J.K. Simmons. So it's yep. not like, while I didn't, I thought that his performance wasn't as good as it, as he could be, I still enjoyed seeing him on the screen. I enjoyed Anna Kendrick. I I loved John Bernfall in this, mm-hmm. you know. So I think everybody appealed to me in the mm-hmm. way that they were supposed to, except for Medina, who I just, I think they were trying to portray her as some kind of, you know, like really smart as a whip yeah. uh, <laughs> detective. And I was just like, oh yeah, like you said, uh, she Googled some stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, what, what do you have?
0: Smart as a whip laugh. <laughs> she's working with J.K. Simmons. Oh, say. I
1: got it. I got it. She's, she's <laughs> yeah, go like uh, Miles Teller.
0: It would have been funny if he had been as mean as he is to Miles Deller in that movie there. But <laughs> well, I kind of a- is in the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning, just that one scene though where it looks like he's going to, I don't know what he looked like he was going to do, but I gave it a three, which is lower than yours. I, everyone was fine. Pr- would probably not think too much about any of the performances except for maybe Anna Kendrick and maybe Bernthal a little bit. Everyone else was just fine. But yeah, at the same time, Anna Kendrick was a little too, just a little too Anna Kendrick and I think she's capable of more. Like, I can see that she's kind of just playing another version of Anna Kendrick, which is fine.
1: Oh, so okay. So the next one is the final showdown. It's the last one. So, what do you have for that?
0: I gave that one a four. I was thinking about giving it higher because I think it's a very effective sequence. But the one thing that I think you mentioned the weird little like afterglow part where it's like he shoots the guy in the head, which is fun, but then like we're still in it for a while and they're chatting. And like, couldn't we have moved to something else like the next day or something and they're talking someplace else? It just—I don't know—it felt anticlimactic to me. But otherwise, good.
1: Yeah. So actually, I gave it a four, also. Okay. Kind of the same reasons. So if the final showdown is him getting into the house and Mm -hmm. everything that goes along with that, it's it's kind of fantastic. It's a great sequence, right? If it's just his confrontation with Lamar, yeah, it's still pretty awesome. Yeah. But just really fast. Yeah. It's not too much, you know. So. I, I actually love that he just shoots him in the head in the, yeah, it in was the fun. head in the end, you know, just like he said he would. And I, just, I think you can't go too high with it, but talk about like economy and filmmaking with the final showdown, you know? Yeah. And I, and I didn't, I didn't feel like I didn't get what I wanted from it, even though it was like two seconds, it was well done and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As fun as some, as someone getting shot in the head can be, you know. <laughs> you know, it actually does remind me a little bit of
0: the ending of the first John wick. Well, not the very ending of the first John wick movie. But the part in the first John Wick movie where he kills the guy he set out to kill initially, which is the Theo, Theon Greyjoy character, who's, I can't remember the actor's name, but the one who actually did the killing of the dog and everything else. Right, right. He finally catches up with him and that character shouts, it was just a fucking dog. But before he can get dog out, he's dead because he shot up in the head. Yeah. And I yeah. love that. Like, I like it when action heroes are like, I'm not going to fuck around with you. I set up to kill you and I'm going to kill you. You know? Yeah. I do I'm too. I'm not, not interested in your bullshit or anything else. So, but then, like, it's this very movie.
1: unlike the Mission Impossible 2 one where there's sure. like, yeah, how
0: yeah. long did that go on for? It's, it's it, ridiculous. At, at the very least, John Lithgow didn't hop on a motorcycle and drive away, and that yeah. <laughs> fuck didn't hop on another
1: different motorcycle and drive after him.
0: <laughs> and they didn't yeah. have the 45 minute
1: motorcycle battle. And then yeah, and then jump off of the motorcycles <laughs> at each other and then good, fall off a cliff. Good and lord, then, no. finally John Lithgow gets the upper hand yeah. and like can just shoot him, but instead waits 20 minutes for the what's his face there, Ben Affleck to turn around. So to turn
0: around, yeah. You know, it's funny because in the moment I enjoyed how stylish <laughs> a lot of that was. But like you say it out loud, and Jesus Christ, that mission impossible to ending. <laughs>
1: oh man. I, it was funny because I was like, I was seeing the the marks that we gave mission impossible to yeah and I was like oh my god is this this better be better than that one because if if it's not then <laughs> yeah. we've done something wrong here but you need to rethink the, this entire ranking thing <laughs> <laughs> well the good news is it was better okay oh, it got a it got a 71 even okay so we- it is between the mummy mm-hmm. and 0.5 points higher than central intelligence which I'm kind of okay with. Yeah, that feels about that. Yeah. I mean, if it tied Central Intelligence, I would kind of be like, yeah, okay, I can see that too. And if, if it was just behind Central Intelligence, I can see that also. But mm-hmm. I think I think it's I think it's good. So yeah, a 71. It's okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Actually, that's more than okay. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the one that I feel bad about, honestly, at this point, is Cliffhanger. Because <laughs> yeah. it's below Mission Impossible 2. And I... I enjoyed it more than Mission Impossible, too. <laughs> I, I feel like, I
0: think I said this like last week, maybe even, too. I think if we redid Cliffhanger with all, all the other ones under our belt and like more calibrated on what we think. Yeah. It would be, I think it, it, would it would end up higher.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. But that's okay. Whatever. It wasn't yep. going to ever be the number one. <laughs> it's Hey, it says you. <laughs> Actually, you know what's fun about, weren't not fun but what's interesting about this one is it's it's the first one where we've repeated a year oh yeah yeah so we've done like what 19 what was bullet 1968 jason the argonauts 1963 1981 for raiders 1986 mm-hmm. aliens 87 is predator 88 is blood sport anyway so on and so forth but this one's 2016 and the other movie that we did in 2016 central intelligence Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they are yeah. a half point away from each other.
0: So that movie was good for pretty decent enough action movies. We <laughs> have fun watching.
1: So yeah, just thought that was kind of funny. So anyway, yeah, that's that's it. That wraps up the accountant. And so <laughs> <laughs> that accounts for the accountant. <laughs> <Fox> file closed. <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you for listening. And if you'd like to see an updated list of our rankings, you can see that on our website at com. Check us out next week when we're ranking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> the 19- that when- <laughs> Is that what we decided on? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But yeah, the original 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, where they were and they had guys in turtle suits. <laughs> they were mean, they were green. And they had a you know a human Casey Jones and a hockey mask and there was Jose Canseco jokes. I mean it's a classic. I, I'm looking forward to ranking it. I I anticipate that it may not be uh the, the number one best action movie of all time, but you know, I, I'm curious where, where it'll land. Will it will it land in like the B tier of like eighty to eighty-five or you know I think it'll be it... fun to rank either way, you know? Yeah, exactly.
0: So thanks again for listening. Goodbye. And 01100111
3: I'm a little baby boy waiting for a sack.